And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. This is Lee Dort, and I'm Donna Dunk. This is Lee Dort, and I'm Donna Dort. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Poku, and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these? I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog most of them. Am I? Good morning and welcome. Does it one? One. Two. Zero of down. Two. Dunk. You can find us on the Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get the athletic for one dollar a month for six months. I'm Luke. Enjoyed this morning by Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. And Taylor. Here I go again on my own. Down the only road I've ever known. Like a drift out. <coughs> Slide through. Oh, no. No, Jay. No, no joke. No, oh, Jay. No, Jay. No, Jay, no joke. Jay heard the, the post game last night and decided that he Said, couldn't handle it. I'll just tell you this. Being on the podcast was not his plan A today. It was definitely not Jay's plan A. Not his plan A. Uh, so really one of the more interesting post games that we've had in, honestly, years. Years. Because... The last one that was... The last post game that's interesting is what is in KD's backpack? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon... That is not true. That is not true. <laughs> I wish it was true. That's not true. Fine. What was in Poku's fanny pack? Similar, similar thing. Similar. <laughs> he so last night, and it really started yesterday at practice. I asked Mark about the conversations that he's had with Shay since he's been out and what that's been like, and he kind of started with that he has conversations with him that are very blunt explicit yeah explicit. that means he's cussing in the he probably is he probably is mark got super mad at trey last night during the game and told him to get to his heaven spot Dang. <laughs> so i would not be surprised if they were actually explicit um but 
Yeah, I mean, it started yesterday, and then we got to actually talk to to Shay and Josh today, and or today last night, and Josh was mostly pretty normal. Acted a little nervous to talk about it, but for the most part, he was like, "Listen, like we want to be the best you know, backcourt in the NBA." Yada yada. He's said all the right things, and like to Shay's credit, Shay said all the right things too. It was just that he's vibe was just kind of low. He sat back away from the mic. He wasn't talking very loud. It was honestly hard to understand him. I asked him a couple questions and I don't know that I could tell you one thing he said. Really? I couldn't understand him. However, I did take the audio from Joe's questions and I'm just going to play it so that we don't misconstrue Shay's words so we can talk about his words and how he said them. I actually had to take the audio and... I had to blow it up so that we can actually hear him. So here it is on the pod. This is Shay and Joe Masato. Mark also said that moving forward, when you and Josh play together, that um, Josh might be on the ball more and, and you'll, you'll be off. Like, how did you sort of take that news or what, what do you think of that plan moving forward? Um, I think it kind of goes back to what I just said. Um, Josh was really good uh, last couple weeks, obviously. Uh, me as a player, I don't want to hinder that at all. Uh, myself coming back, um, and I know to be one of the best teams in the league, you want to be very soon. Um, you got to have multiple guys that can to play on ball. Um, I learned that early in my career. So it was no big. Does it help that um, you mentioned earlier in your career, like two years ago, you're playing alongside Chris Ball and, and Dennis, and you were off the ball a lot? Like, do you? Do you lean back on some of that and know that you can be a threat off the ball and are comfortable in that position? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's something, obviously, it's still not my plan A, um, but it's something that you have to sacrifice to be a really good team. Um, and I know that. And I learned, like I just said, I learned that early on, I learned that early on in my career with that team. Um, we were really good. Obviously, we had a lot of threats that, on that team, um, and you had to sacrifice. Each guy had to sacrifice the part of the team and, and the results we were really good um, I think it doesn't change no matter what team you're on you get to a point where it's a sacrifice thanks so honestly it's really not that much you know and I think as I was listening to that I was like I bet you had to be in the room to get the the vibes that you're talking about yeah I mean there's just I mean there's not a lot of emotion in his voice mm-hmm. like he's just kind of droning on about and he, he, the words are the right words, right? right? And that's why, like, y'all are gonna know more than we are, because even just even if we caught post game clips on Twitter or after the game or whatever, yeah, we're still not gonna know. The but quotes, y'all are there all the time. Yeah, he said the right things, and I don't know why he f- was acting the way that he did after the game. Like, is he upset that they lost? Is he upset that they gave up 30 points and like five seconds to the Suns there at the end? Is he diarrhea? Does he have diarrhea? Diar- did he have yeah. a, did he have an argument with his girlfriend? Is there like I don't right. know. Like I have no idea why he acted that way. That's why I'm extremely interested to see how he acts like post game tonight after the indie game, if, especially if they lose. You know, I was gonna say if they win, if they win, then he'll be happy. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's just something to it's not something to say like this is the. I actually do think this is kind of the beginning of 
moving in the right direction with Shay and Josh. Because before, I don't think that they were handling it correctly as as in, like, this is not how they're going to play for the rest of their careers. Last night is closer to how they're going to play for the rest of their careers together, which I think is very good. I think it's good that Mark recognizes it. Mark is implementing it now. He's not shying away from the questions. He actually... Like Mark's, I'm going to post more of Mark today on Twitter because I think it's re- really worth listening to because he's he did not shy away from anything, which is great. Um, and privately, I know that he doesn't either. So like the communication is open. Whether Shay acted like that, I don't know what the reason was, but um, I think it's really good because this like Josh is only going to thrive if he's on the ball. If Josh is the off-ball player and Shea is the on-ball player, then they're going to have issues forever. Mm-hmm. If Josh is the one initiating the offense and Shea is the one moving, because when he moved, the defense moved, and you kind of got a churn going. And if you had like actual shooters out there, that's where you can see like the Thunder actually weaponized. Well, and I felt like they used him a lot in a way where if there was another ball handler, Shea would just kind of stay kind of really far up top, right? Yep. As like a relief release valve or something, release valve. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's He's right. A big old release valve. And then if he has room and he just starts going downhill, it was almost like, well, this didn't work over here. All right, give it to Shea. He can just go yeah. handle it. Yeah. And another thing is relieve valve release. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had it right. You we. Had, oh, you had it right. In the past, I think that this this maybe wouldn't even been a thing at all because we could be in the locker room and we could see them interact because now all we get, we sit in a room and we wait for them to walk up to the podium and they walk up to the podium and we see them by themselves and then we get to see them walk out. So if we had seen like Josh and Shay, like give a handshake after the game, like walking out of the locker room or whatever, like maybe it's like, Oh yeah, they're cool. Like this is fine, and it's and I don't think that there's like a rift between those two. Like I've never gotten that sense. They they played really well last night together. However, when people are like, "Does being in the locker room actually add anything or give you anything?" Like absolutely, it does because you can feel the vibe of the whole, entire team and what's going on within that group. Then also, you can talk to different guys, you know, off the record and get a better feel for everything that's going on. Whereas now it's like we only get them on the podium in an extremely controlled environment in front of cameras, in front of microphones, where like you you learn you don't learn as much. I'll well, say. And so <clears throat> from the NBA's perspective on that, does Adam Silver not really care if media or he cares if media doesn't go back into the locker room because it's easier to control narratives and control what people say and stuff that way? That's yeah, possible. But this is an example of that backfiring last night, in my opinion, mm. because we get this flat version of Shea in a moment, in a pivotal moment. Like this, like I, I believe this is a pivotal moment for this iteration of the team. That it is now, Josh is going to have the ball a lot more, and Shea is going to learn to play off ball. Said by the coach yesterday. That's a pivotal moment for this group. And for Shea to be flat at a pivotal moment makes it weird. Yeah. 
That's right. Because the thing is that I think that like Shea right now is better than Josh Giddy. 100% better. But that will not always be the case. I don't think. It, 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 I, it, I don't know. Whether it's the case or not, he's he's just a better suited player off ball. Right. It, when Next to Josh Giddy, who's better suited on ball. Mm-hmm. And it can be as simple as that. But the worry is obviously that this is like, oh, this is going to be a bigger issue down the road because this is like cracks are starting to show and like maybe Shea's not happy with that. I don't know if crack. it's... And, and that's, a, that's a hard thing though. Is like, is it really a crack? Like, I don't know. I don't know that it really is because we don't know what we don't know what it is. We, it's hard to decipher what it was last night. Hmm. We do know it to me. If there was if there was actually like a crack in it, mm. they wouldn't have played. <laughs> if there was actually a crack right down the right, middle, right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. They would have. Was there something kind of stinky about it? It's Stink. a little hairy. You know, mm, that's, a, that's hairy, a crack. It was a hairy that's situation. A, that's, that's a, a crack. The offense flowed way better than it had between the two of them, like the second quarter on. First quarter was a mess. That was some of the worst basketball I've ever seen. <laughs> First quarter basketball. It was horrific. Second quarter on, they played well. Yeah. And Shea seems to get it. And that's the thing with Shea that we've always talked about, right? It doesn't matter the kind of player that we get. We can get any kind of guy, and Shea will just kind of fit in and do his thing. Well, here it is. It's here. Because Shea last year, it was like, oh, we got really nobody. So, Shea, you just do everything. And now it's like, oh, we got somebody. Now Shea has to do the thing that we've said all along that Shea could do, and that's mm-hmm. fit in around him. And you know, Shea said the right things. Like, we played the audio for you. Like, he said the right things, that they want to be one of the best backcourts in the NBA. They want to be – actually, Josh said that. He, he said that, like, he, he understands that he has to sacrifice. It wasn't his plan A. Which I guess is plan A is being like James Harden or something. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's like there's not a. a lot of like Dwayne Wade, even right now, Donovan Mitchell. Like there's all these guys that are the best players on their teams that aren't the on ball, I guess you would say on ball yeah. number one player. He still so got what thirty last matter? he still got yeah. thirty last night. Thirty two, I think. And efficiently. Yeah. Which that's the thing about it, that he will learn this over the course of these next few weeks is that Josh is going to help him be more efficient. Mm-hmm. He was a more efficient player last night than he has been most of this season. And I get it. It feels good when like you have the ball in your hand and you hit a step back three. And they're going to need him to do that. Yeah. It, once this becomes a playoff team, they're going to need him to be the guy that gets gets you a bucket mm-hmm. when the offense is when you're not running the offense. Cuz when it comes down to like the last like five minutes of a playoff game. A lot of times it's not your offense that gets you there. It's your superstar right. just making something out of nothing. Which Shea is really good at. Shea can do that. And yeah. there will be times even outside. Obviously, there'll be times outside of the playoffs where you'll need him to do that. And he will continue to do that. It's not like the ball is only in Josh Giddy's hands. Mm-hmm. Like Shea is going to run the offense too. So maybe, I mean, maybe it's nothing, but also maybe it's just you know, it feels like it's something to shame more than it actually is something to, it's to a, change his It role, is a shift. You know? It is a change. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, not everybody reacts great to changes, mm-hmm. but I do think that it's the best thing for Shea. It's the best thing for this team. And, you know. And well, it's the best thing for your mama. Uh-huh. The other thing is how... <laughs> 
we've talked about this before, how hard it would be to go and have to sit in a room and answer questions after losing. Yeah. And I think that that is totally a part of how these guys feel like they hate. And, and there's part, there's part of going in there where you, like, I want them to lose every game, but there's also part of me that wants them to win so that I can ask Shay about his funny coat. Right. You know, yeah. like if they won the game, I'm totally asking him, what in the world do you call your hood that you wore last night, your coat that you wore last night. That shows just this just like face. just this tiny window of your face. He looked, uh, what he, what he looked like an Among Us. Oh, that's what it was. I was yeah, going to ask like, you what video game. Yeah, Among Us. Character. That's what he looked like. Yeah, I I would have if they would have beat the Suns, we would have had that content. But it was definitely like n- not. You just listen to him talk for like two sentences. You're like, yeah asking him about his coat tonight. <laughs> if you do ask him about a coat, can you be as um, condescending as possible? Or like you could say it like this. What do you call that funny little coat of yours, Shay? <laughs> I would just say, what do you call that? Your, what do you call your jacket? Does your jacket have a name? He's a, a jacket. It's just a jacket. It's just a jacket, man. I, we would have gotten, it would have been so just <laughs> awkward, weird. <laughs> Ask him to justify his jacket. Can you justify your jacket? Hey, speaking of that, Kyle Singler was at the game last night. Really? Oh, yeah. Coming back. Yeah. Why? Making a comeback. Why was he here? Um, I think he he's here. Did he ever leave? He's he here lives sometimes. here? Yeah. Did he ever leave? What? I think he lives here, not all the time, but I think that he lives here sometimes. So. What do you know that you're not saying? This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Tishon. This is my victory. Victory. Zion. Zion. I know this has been all over Twitter, but I just I want to talk to the boys about it. Mm-hmm. So JJ Reddick calls Zion out for being a bad teammate. I guess Zion's being a bad teammate because he won't talk to CJ McCollum, and there's some other things going on there. Mm-hmm. So then Zion starts posting about teammates a lot more on Instagram. Yes, and, uh-huh. and all posted team highlights. Team highlights. Dude, Yesterday he posted mud dogs for life or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. And so, um, did y'all ever have y'all ever had a, a bad teammate, or were you ever a bad teammate? You had to, you know, you know, set some energy straight, set set someone mm. straight. I've been a bad teammate, really. Yeah, I had a class in uh, college where 
it was like a four person thing. Oh, I right? know. Okay. Where you had to do like, <laughs> like sociology or something. We had to do a presentation. Well, we didn't like link up and get it done, but two of the like four people got together and knew each other and did it. So I was like, well, I'm going to walk in tomorrow and it's like not going to be, like, <laughs> they're going to grade me and grade me bad. So I was like, as they should. So I, was like, <laughs> so I got there and I was like, guys, I tried to call you. I, I tried to call you guys last night, but I didn't. <laughs> Did you really? Try to no, way, no, 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 this is a lie. No, but what I had done is I had put together my own PowerPoint. I was like, I didn't know if you guys were going to do it. I want to make sure it's a gun. So I did a PowerPoint. <laughs> Not very well. You so, just did something so they would think you really tried. Yes. And so I'd get and the so good thing. So they let you in. And so they let thing. me in. I was like, and I was like, well, I have some information. So like wherever stuff from my, because I'd printed out my PowerPoint too. So I was like, well, whenever I did not let them see it, but I was like, whenever something from mine that I think would fit in really well, I'll just start talking about it and then you guys can go on. Yeah. And they're like, great. And I was like, and I was like, and I looked at the fourth person. I was like, well, what did you do? Nothing. Nothing. Bad grade, bad guy, <gasps> bad guy, middle guy, wow. me, them, good guys. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. You did that? The I definition a, of like fake it till you make I it. I faked it. I was, a, I was a bad teammate. That's really bad. Well, not only because. Oh, that bad. I could have I mean, not when done you it. said it was someone, when you came in, you were easily the worst one. No, no, you no. You come no, no. in. I was not the worst one. The one guy didn't do it at all. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. There was a worse, worse than me. But was he the honest one? Hmm. Yes. He said what's wor- what's he worse? Said, I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. Only God can judge me. That's true. You are not admitted into heaven. <laughs> that one that time, teammate. That one time in sociology, you lied. You did not know the depths of hell. How can you love the glory of heaven? <laughs> <laughs> that's me falling. That's me falling down the hole. He pulls like Mr. Burns. Bad teammate. <laughs> My dogs fly. I regret nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Andrew, I can't a, see you being a bad teammate. A bad teammate. I'm sure I have been. I'm, I'm sure I have been to my wife more than anyone else. <laughs> you want to give an example? <laughs> Mr. Taylor in the dog house. Yeah, dog. Um, I think it would just be more like not, not washing your dishes. Leaving them in the sink. Are you leaving those dishes in the sink? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be stuff like that where it was like no. she'd say, "Hey, before you go to work, can you, you know, take the trash out or something like that?" So yeah, babe. And then don't do know, it. Don't do you it. Flip her off. Wow. Flip her off. Yeah. No, wow. man. That is, that is that. being off, a very dude. bad teammate. Flip her off. Say you don't. <laughs> you don't deserve me taking the trash out. Dang, man. Mm-hmm. Show her. Yeah. I don't treat her like this at all. Yeah. It's more like I just forget to take the trash out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It'll be better, man. Hmm. Nora's kind of a bad teammate, my daughter. She's a child. God. Children she are bad think about it. Yeah. She, they don't even think about what you There's want to a constant know. rift and crack. You yeah. Know, in the, in definitely. The, in, that, in that team. Well, you know, definitely. You know the only reason she's a bad teammate? Bad coach. Bad coaches. Yeah. Take John's back toy bigger in mystery. Take John's back toy bigger in mystery. You ready to deep dive a little bit? <laughs> deep deep dive. 
a little bit. Guys. Just a little bit. War is coming. Oh God. I'm speaking no. specifically about LeBron James and the Lakers. Oh, thank God. He <laughs> described their position, LeBron versus the Lakers, as, as if war was coming. He did. Look, why would he use that phrase this week? I don't know, man. Everything LeBron does is intentional. Very calculated. I just thought I, I just thought I was like, he, this I just don't think he has one, I don't think he ran this this statement by anyone else. No. Because anyone else would have been like or he doesn't have people behind him that aren't just yes men saying, Yeah, that's great, man. Say that. Yeah, he and he also just put a lot of uh, social media people in uh, peril. This week, because like Kurt Heelan put out the the tweet, it was probably yeah. even a scheduled tweet, and it was like right when things were happening, or about that, and it was <laughs> what? And he, what he had to like issue an apology. Yeah, it's not his fault. LeBron said it, but it's so weird. And and LeBron's, you know, like I don't know if LeBron's like saying stuff about all those other GMs as to Lakers owners being like, this is the GM you should bring in. Or to those GMs, like you should draft my son. I think he's. I think he's just more saying, like, here's some GMs that are doing stuff. That's good. There's no. There. There's something, but there has to be something behind Listen, it. Four hours ago, did you see this? He retweeted the Miami Heat, who posted like all these past Heat players from the top seventy-five NBA player thing, and he said, "Plenty of Heat, fire, 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 represented." 305, stand up and proud. He's being so weird. He's being super weird about other teams. Yeah, it's weird. It's like anything else. I'm saying that he's like putting his GM on blast is what I'm saying. I know, but why would you do that? Because he didn't do anything at the trade deadline. I know, but that's just so weird. I mean, he wants he wants him to be fired. I, I think he would. It, but it's funny because it's all the choices that LeBron made himself. Yeah. That he can easily bl- blame on Rob Palenka. But then I also think he's saying that to boost, he's saying things right now to boost his son's draft, like, well, stock. Say, yeah, saying that I'll go play like, for I will team. go play with the team. I want to play with my son. I will play with my son no matter what it takes. Money is not an issue. Like, yeah. Some team is going to get LeBron on a minimum. Whoever drafts his son, like, Sacramento Kings, baby. I don't know. What's the worst team that LeBron would say, like, he might question if he goes? Sacramento would definitely be on the list. Yeah. I don't know. I can kind of see LeBron in a Sacramento jersey. <laughs> it's the King in, and the Kings. Yeah. It's still I can kind of see Orlando. God, why can I just vision? I can, I can picture LeBron in every jersey. Yeah. The Knicks would definitely do it. Oh my God! The Knicks would trade everything they have right now. Everything so, that's good right the, now. The problem for is the that Bronny just might not be that good. It doesn't seem like he is, but it seems like LeBron is trying to get him into the NBA. Just no, like some teams gonna put like you know draft him way higher than they should because of that statement. And it may work out for him just fine. Just yeah. To get, Le- I mean, honestly, it will make you a lot of money. Yeah. Because if if. Honestly, a team like, De- I mean, Detroit is another one that's on the no-no list, mm. you know. But if you're having trouble with attendance, oh yeah, just draft Bronny with your 23rd pick oh, or yeah. whatever. Or trade for the 23rd pick and draft Bronny. 
and then Whoa. like it's a wasted pick for Bronny. But if it gets you LeBron for a year, like you're sold out every night. Everybody wants to come watch. So you know, my question is: Should the Thunder do it? Yes. How fun would that be? It would be awesome. So fun. What if the Thunder at that t- at that time need a power forward? It's like we just need a power forward, and then we're good to go. <laughs> and it's and like that's our final missing piece. We've got Giddy and Shay and but Chet and like all like they're and they're all rising. And it's like we just need we don't have a good power forward. But here's the thing. Here's the question. What because LeBron said didn't say I want to be on the same team as son. He said I want to play with my son. So what he says if I am playing in the game. Bronny has, has to be to play in the game, in the game at the same so time. So for me to be, have playing minutes, he has to be in the game with me. Whoa. Would That's you interesting. Still, would you That's still true. do it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And this is this is real, though, for the Thunder, okay? Say we do have a team and, like, LeBron James being on the team would push you into championship contention. It is worth it to then draft Bronny wherever you need to. Thought it out. If you know LeBron's coming for the championship. Yeah. Well, the draft night of the Bronny <laughs> draft will be so fun because it will be Bronny watch yeah. all night. Where does he go? Who's going to pull the trigger the fastest? To the yeah. Kings, when the Kings inevitably have the ninth pick in that draft because they have the ninth pick every year, would they spend the ninth pick yes. to bring LeBron to your team for a year? Oh, okay. I think definitely. Also, LeBron could totally just be BSing this whole thing to get Bronny's draft stock higher and then come up with some reason or some excuse to not do it. He's like, oh, I'm under contract. Now. Yeah. Or he's like, man, it just didn't work out. <laughs> like, I wish it would work out I'm, for us I'm, to play together. I really wish it would work out. <laughs> the Kings are stuck with Bronny at the ninth pick in like a generational draft. Yeah. <laughs> he is, Bronny is their new Papa Giannis. That'd be great. Oh, that would be great. You know what else is great? Potatoes. Ad- advertisements. Ads. I love ads. Here's some advertisements. My brands. My brands. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, we're back from that quick break, and now it's time for some Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Avery M one two BC, who says that they are currently waiting outside a McDonald's in the snow for someone to bring him a spare key because he locked his in the car. And McDonald's won't let them wait inside. Have any of you guys locked your keys in the car? If so, was it this bad? Just go inside and buy a coffee. I have a really buy a good McMuffin. You can sit there. I gotta, I gotta lock my keys in the car. Story. Lay it on. Okay. High school. Um, such a freaking drag. <laughs> such a drag. I don't want to carry books and have it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song. It's a song. From I a just band. got it. It's a song from a band when we were in high school. Yes, yeah. That's great. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a girl for a first date at her parents' house. Okay. Wow. I pull up. By the way, this was like kind of like a summer. Summer. Summer flings. Yeah. Summer, summer flings. Uh, we we're catch. talking. Very exciting. Very like, oh my gosh. Well, now it's going to be real. It's just going to be her and I the first time, whatever. So I go, I'm 16. Pull up. What's park. her name? Her name? Yeah. Paige. Oh! You, don't know her. you don't know her. She's married now. I'm also married now. <laughs> I was 16. Such, such a shame. Anyway, I pull up, park the car, leave the car running. Get out of the car. Realize, wait, my car's still on, and I know I locked the car. I locked the keys in my car with the car running. As The only place I can go is to her parents' house to ask them to help me out. So I pull up. They meet me for the first time, about to take their daughter out. My car's running. Keys are locked <laughs> in the car. Dad comes out. Oh, no. Dad comes shot. out trying to get this stuff going. This is what ends up happening. Dad says, you know what? I'll stay here. I'll call my AAA, have them come out, get your car, whatever. Uh, Paige, Paige's mom drives us to the mall, drops us off at like Chilino's. <laughs> And we have a first date. And then I come back and then that was it. And of course, nothing ever happens after this ever again. How was, was, the, was the date awkward? Yeah, it was hella awkward. <laughs> It was terrible. <laughs> that's such a because you start off and like God, I'm such an idiot, and that's oh, all dude, you can yeah. talk about for the next yeah. two it's hours. It's like that's all I can think. And she's probably embarrassed too because she's like, "Oh my oh, God, my parents work. are now so involved in this." Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that is that is a really Man, good that story. Sucks. That yeah. is that is a wonderful story. So yeah, and like when we're done with the date, we have to like call her mom and be like, "Hey, we're done. Can you come pick us up?" <laughs> we're done dating. Yeah. Really terrible. Forever we're done dating. Yeah, exactly. That was really the end of of anything <laughs> happening. Oh no. My my old car, it was it was not like power locks, you know? Yeah. You had to like turn the key or lock it from the door. Yeah, yeah. And so I uh 
locked my keys inside the car. However, I never locked the tailgate. Mm. So I had to crawl up in there. And, and I did that like eight times. Dang, so. you just did this motion, which was like kind of a snake motion. In the golf? No, in the my the Jeep before this. Oh, the Jeep before that. Oh, yeah, okay. so just oh, got, got in you. and crawled. I was going to say, I imagine your body just <clears throat> doing that. That's what it did. Yeah, snake, it did. just like worming up to the I know. Car. I used to lock my keys in my car all, all the, the time. All the time, just constantly. And... I don't, I don't have a great story, but it was just infuriating. It's so annoying. It's really it so is the worst. It is the worst thing. Because whatever plans you have when you do that are just out the window. Yeah. You yeah. cannot do whatever you wanted to do. I locked, him in, I, locked, <laughs> I locked my keys in my car right before we did a fantasy draft one time at Alex's house. <laughs> that sucks. I got out of the car, shut the door. I was like, oh, no. Keys. Your keys are right there. Yeah. That sucks. So I called somebody to come. Because you know, there's that, there's that, there's that the tool that, like the yes. flat tool that, like you can yes. get I mean, in. You can't just that. carry it around in your pocket. But no. there, was, there was a time in my life where I, sh- where it would have been better for me to just carry it around in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, and just don't lock your car. I never lock my car doors. All four of them open all I, the time. I'm honest. I, I have stopped locking. Yeah. A truck door. <laughs> Guys, come on. Who's going to break into our cars? Who looks at our cars and is like, there's, there's something, that's, that's, there's something that's going on That's one of the benefits there. of driving the truck that I drive. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I no, guess that's like, no thanks. Yeah. Someone broke into my car when I had the Volkswagen Golf. I was at Speakeasy. They busted out my window and stole my iPod. This was like, this was like short enough time ago that like iPods were like not a not thing that a lot anymore. of people wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And so that I is a bummer a, though. It was a huge bummer. Um, cause glass glass was, I was finding glass from the shattered like window yeah. until I sold the car. Like you'd just be new. <laughs> like you just like just move the up. thing and like, there's just be more glass. Yeah. So that's, that's super sucks. Sucked. And, and, and you, I called the place and they were like, Okay, what do you want us to do? It's like we'll find the criminal. <laughs> they're like, they're like, no, nah, we're never gonna find this person. <laughs> I was like, well, great. It's like just listen to the person, listen to uh, all my music. Like you gotta find. Them. They didn't. Dang. They didn't take me. That very seemed serious. like it would be enough information. Nope. Hey guys, let's move on. Our next Twitter question. <laughs> it's from Andy. Ryan, who wants to know the best Pop-Tart flavor? Have we already asked this? I think so. Grape Ape said that you know a person driving a VW Golf isn't going to fight back or press charges if they catch you. Hey, come on, man. That's a good point. Hey, come on, man. You're right. (laughs) But now I drive a Jeep. (laughs) But he did try to press charges. But now I drive a Jeep, and that's a whole other ball game. Best pop tart flavor is s'mores. Hands down. Oh yeah, we down. have talked about this. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Brown, and, and brown you know, sugar cinnamon. Brown sugar cinnamon. Brown. I also like cherry and strawberry. Ugh. Cherry's good. Blueberry? Ugh. I don't know. Blueberry not really so much. Cherry's I like the cherry. Good. Cherry's it's, good. It's all s'mores. They have to be toasted, by the way. No, they do not. Yeah, everything's worse when it's not warm. It's not everything. Pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. Yeah. Say. Not everything. Uh, another question from the chat, Michael Ashton says he's asking for, okay, when can we cash out our chips on preseason hot takes? He said, I predicted that bit Kretchy would overtake Maladone in (gasps) minutes, which started to happen last night. We got to see bit Kretchy play. I'd say the extended time last night, 20 minutes. 
And he wasn't bad. He's all right. Yeah, he's fine. He made he made his threes, which made things look a lot better. Right. Athletically, there's a lot to be desired from Vidkrechi. Hey, that that uh, baseline drive fake pass dunk wasn't bad. He's really skilled. Good. Really skilled. Really understands the floor. Made a couple passes that made you go, oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Last night, I got to sit in the media row without a mask. It was great. Congratulations. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was wonderful. Oh, cool. It was excellent. Very cool. Got to talk to the players. No mask. Whoa, very cool. It was great. No one knew who I was until I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't recognize you? Like, who are you? Who are you? You look so much different than I thought you would look. Turn it. I think. I the trigger man is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe Josh is the only person that talk to him in person without him with only a mask before mm. i'm going to blow up the pittsburgh Steelers. He, does. he doesn't say that <laughs> he does say that he no, says, he does not I, i'm going to kill you ben roethlisberger he does not say that hey guys that let's move it is definitely better than teo we can say that teo had a good game not that long ago how quickly we forget i think he had a 20 pointer yeah i forgot so let's see. Uh, I, also, to answer his question, total minutes have to. It's all total minutes at the end of this. <laughs> end of the season. <laughs> uh, so you have to wait. Total minutes played. Poor Vite has been hurt the entire time he's been on the Thunder. And last night was like the first real it's opportunity that, that he's had to play. And also, he's got something wrong with his knee. He's got to get it scoped at the end of the season. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, it's uh, these are consolation minutes then for him. Yeah, he'll play. He'll play a lot in this next stretch, certainly. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at four zero five fan, who says Shay and Giddy initiating the majority of the possessions last night without Dort taking a bunch looked good. If OKC could get a comparable talent that fit better. More off ball. Would that make sense? Without a doubt, it would then make Dort? sense. Yeah, then Dort. I mean, just having a floor spacing wing is what they need. You know, that's where you watch a guy like A.J. Griffin play right now for Duke, who's been awesome lately, and can envision a guy like that spacing the floor for them. And because really what those two need is more space. Like they need somebody to attract the defense. And certainly there wasn't anybody last night that they played with that could do that. And if they had another wing that could do that or a big that could do that, then, yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Because Dort's really another downhill player. And mm-hmm. they don't exactly need somebody else that, that gets downhill like that. They need somebody that'll, that can actually shoot it. But that, yeah. that will be interesting when Dort comes back, what, how he plays. And it was really, it's really, really apparent when you play a team like the Phoenix Suns yeah. last night where, okay, they don't have Chris Paul. So all they're doing, their ball movement is just unbelievable. They were good. And like everyone on that team can make a move and make make a shot, make a move, pass the ball. They were just so freaking good. And their defense and is like, good. Bridges was like a great first test for Shea yeah. to see where he's at. And Aiden was kind of, at the beginning of the game, Aiden was really kind of messing stuff up for Shea, but Shea mm-hmm. adjusted. Yeah. Which was good to see. 
Yeah, but it shows you like, okay, these these players on my team can't do um, as much in a certain type of role that we would like them to do. Well, the all I mean, the Suns just have NBA guys up and down the roster. Yeah, and that's what you forget. You think because they're on an NBA team that they're NBA guys. Yeah, they're they're NBA men. They're NBA men. P men. There's like a a whole man lineup out there. <laughs> yeah. With Trey Man. Is man a man? No, no man's no. a dude. Man's a dude. He's not a guy yet. Hit guy. He has no. guy moments. No. Really? Not, I mean, that's that's not a thing. Guy moments. Guy he's mummies. A, he's a dude. He really? he played. The thing about Trey that's really funny is that you look. And this and he and Shay were kind of the opposite last night. Where you look up, you're like, "Oh man, Shay has 15 points. Like, when did that happen?" And with Trey, you're like, "Wait, Trey only has four points." Yeah. Like, how, like I thought he had. I thought he'd have like 10. Where it's just everything that Trey does is kind of spectacular, mm-hmm. and like he, you just enjoy watching him play basketball. And then you look up, you're like, he has four points on five shots. <laughs> what yeah. what happened? What's going on here? Where Shay last night, it was like, how does he? When did he get 15 points? Like, I only remember four of those points. Yeah. Even even defensively, it's the same thing between those two. Yeah. Oh, We're yeah. like, I honestly, when I watch basketball, I'm like, I don't know if Shea's good or bad at defense. Yeah. Because he's just out there. But Trey, his mess-ups are big mess-ups. Mm-hmm. And he is, it's so obvious, everything he does. It's a lot like Russ in that way. Yeah. He is, yeah, he doesn't play like Russ, but right. he's kind of a loud player mm-hmm. this is a weird observation i had last night yes it's a good one hey it's guys spectacular let's observation spectacular spectacular let's move on to our next twitter question it comes from at the elephant king who wants to know what was your worst hairstyle and how cool did you think it was at the time it was definitely the butt cut that i had in the fifth and sixth grade butt cut had a crack he he had a middle part mm. just you know long well i used to just have like the mushroom cut which is also pretty bad yeah you know where it's just the bowl cut and mushroom stamp and then <laughs> and then just you just parted down the middle yeah, it was a butt cut yeah it was <laughs> everybody was doing it it was cool at the time definitely not definitely not cool yeah Bleached. I know you had some bleach. I had. I here's my here's my Luke. I know what Luke says. I had. There was like it was like seventh grade. Everyone was bleaching their hair. I bleached my hair. Yeah. And then in the summer, (laughs) with bleached hair, I got cornrows. (laughs) Oh wow! It uh, was a look. It was a look, not a good one, and that. And I thought it was. Very cool. Wow. <laughs> Do not post that on Twitter. I think it's been posted before. I was going to say, I, I, I've, I've, I feel like I've seen it There's recently. There's a picture of it out there. I feel like I've seen it recently. Oh, no, that's bad for your career. No, because I, I had I had the the gold the gold braces. The gold braces the were, bleached, the, were the addition the that bleached, was just like the took it over the top. Cord, the bleached cornrows. Um, I... It was it was a joy. There are a lot of choices made. <laughs> yep, a lot of cool choices. Hey, it was cool. Sounds cool. You ever had a bad haircut? Probably just what my hair did in in middle school and early high school because yeah. it was just so puffy. But I tried to do the 
skater slash scene slash emo like trying to do a lot of stuff with it but my hair wouldn't do it yeah. so what i do is go into the bathroom and get it wet and then like frizz it out basically so that i could straighten it so i could do the <laughs> part the the, uh, the swoop yeah the swoop because yeah. it was too curly so it wouldn't swoop it would just like you couldn't do your emo swoop exactly you had to get a flat iron yeah but i didn't want to do that that was not you should have you know that would be embarrassing. Yeah, scene kid. That's yeah, but instead I'll just do. go to the bathroom at the <laughs> and like throw sink water all over my head and yeah, every scene kid had a flat iron. Yeah, I know. every scene that kid thing, had a flat that, iron. That I think that, I think there's a song called Every Scene Kid Had a Flat and Iron. And I wasn't seen, I guess I it was just like You were a skater. Skater, but like yeah. You're a skater boy. Yeah, I know. Skater. Yeah. Guys, I have to go Jay, Jay's in the chat here. Later, skater. Jay's a scene kid. Jay, Jay come Jay on is, in. Jay was definitely a scene kid. Jay says, who in the A.J. Griffin range would take Lou and the Clips pick for their pick? So the problem is the Thunder... Luke, what do you think? That's great. The, the problem is that uh, the Thunder might be in the A.J. Griffin range when it comes to draft time. <laughs> So, unless they land in the top four, they may be in the A.J. Griffin range anyways. Um, you know, the Blazers are going to have two picks possibly in that range, so that maybe that's a team that would want Lou. Um, I don't know. Bye. I don't know if Memphis would, would want Lou. They already have a lot of guards. Okay, I, I just, don't know. I would say probably the Blazers. But I, I just ran a tankathon. We're third. Gosh, that would be wonderful. Congrats. We did it. That would be absolutely wonderful. Uh worst J haircut? Whatever he's doing now. Yuck. You know who B Rabbit is? No, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. I don't know who that is so, either. Great Ape is calling you B Rabbit. I don't know what that is. Got braces and bleached cornrows. Ha, ha, ha. Dang B-Rabbit in the house. Dang B-Rabbit. I'm going to look at this up right now, and I'm going to be offended. <laughs> B-Rabbit. I don't know who B-Rabbit is. Oh. That makes me very lame, I, I think. I, is, it, is it Eminem from 8 Mile? B-Rabbit. Oh, I guess. That was me. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Hey, uh, let me see. Okay, our last Twitter question. How about this? It comes from at I am KevKevBot, who says, with three first-round picks in the upcoming draft, what percentage chance do you give Oklahoma City walking away from the draft with three first-round players? That's an interesting question. I, I think if you're the Thunder, you probably don't want three. I think that there's... If there's an... If there's a chance to draft and stash somebody, I think you would like to do that. So I don't know. The, the problem is, like, this is not a great international draft. And the guys that are, like, Jovic, I don't know if you I think he probably wants to come over. And he's, he's probably in the Clippers pick range. So and then, like, you look at the second round. Like, I don't, I don't know these guys well enough. There's actually a couple guys from New Zealand that are going to be in this draft. Um I don't know if any of those guys are drafted in stash, but it might be good. Like they have the 34th pick too. Um, could they draft and stash that guy? Like maybe they could do that, but 
the three guys, uh, my guess is that there will be some kind of trade, like the, maybe like what they did last year. So okay, that's that's would be my guess. There's a chance that they like three guys and they take three guys, but I think it's more likely that they walk away with two. Jay had the butt cut. That's what he texted texted us. He had the shroom and the butt cut. Oh, good. It was a it was a look. It was. It was, a, it was a look that happened. It was. I mean, that was that was the late nineties. Yeah, it was a different time. Late nineties, wasn't it? I, yeah, it's like elementary school when you had it. Yeah, that's nineties. Yeah, like ninety eight. Yeah, because we had the year two thousand um, laser light show in the seventh grade. We did have the laser light show. <laughs> yes, and the yeah, mind blowing. Y two K. Y two. Were you a, were you a Y two K believer? I had some worries. I had some worries. <laughs> Everyone, you don't, yeah, yeah, like you, oh, you didn't worry. We, you was, didn't worry? I'm not saying I didn't worry. It was just, it's a good, it's a good time. I was worried. <laughs> I was what, just, what were you worried was going to, do you remember what you were worried was going to power, happen? Power out. Power out everywhere. No more power. That And then. Bank accounts just gone. Yeah. I really didn't even get that far. Just like, there's not going to be any more power. So there's not going to be any heat and air. Like you can't video do games. anything. No more video games. Enjoy them while you last. That was, gone. that was our main concern, honestly. Uh, yeah. But then it didn't happen. Are you miffed? And are you peeved? Miffed, miffed, miffed and peeved. Um, man, just that my, my entire Yard and driveway is just one sheet of ice. <laughs> that's one. That's sucker having a yard. Gave mine, gave mine up. <laughs> that's true. You do not have a yard. I don't need a yard. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm just kind of over the the wintry mix stuff. To be honest. Uh, yeah, it sucks. This one specifically is really bad because it's just all ice. Yeah, it's annoying, and I like. Couldn't go to the gym. Couldn't go to the gym the last few days. Nope. Because I hate working out at home. Ugh. Hate it. Uh, yeah. Well, here's the secret. Just don't work out. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on your couch. Don't work out. That's the end of that. <laughs> Are you miffed? Am I miffed? I'm really not that miffed right now. You playing Elden Ring? <sighs> no, I'm not. It's not my kind of game. It's Alex has talked to me about it a little bit. My, I have other friends who are really into it, but it's yeah. like they're too hard. What do you mean too those, hard? Those kind of games are really hard. Like yeah. the kind of games that that it's like Dark Souls, very hard. I've always been told like they're really hard. I was like, I don't like that. You know, I want to feel like I'm really good at it. <laughs> you know, even though I'm playing it on the easiest difficulty, I want to feel like I'm really good. Yeah. When in reality, I'm I'm not very good. So I've come to terms with that. Wow. Okay. And it's important. That is that is an important thing. But and that's about it. Yeah. No, okay. I'm not miffed at too much right now. Well, get ready, everybody, for the one of the tank Super Bowls. We have a few tank Super Bowls coming up here for the Thunder. One tonight in Indiana, as must lose as possible. The Pacers are one of the teams that's kind of sneaking up on the Thunder in the tank race. So it'd be a great one to lose. This would be one of the best L's that they could get tonight because they sit one and a half games ahead of the Pacers in the reverse standings. They really need, they need to get some distance between this Pacers team. So 
It'll be interesting to see who plays tonight. Do they play Shea on a second night of a back-to-back? Let him rest. Let the boy rest. I'll let him just take, you know. Mark said he's gonna, uh, he thinks he's going to play, but it'd be great to just let the boy rest a little let bit. Let him take his time. Yeah. So, uh, interesting game tonight. Uh, we will talk to you guys again Monday about that game. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Poop. Poop. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.